Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Queens at a what? 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 God damn it! What? <laughs> oh, that's new. Yeah. This is new. This is like a mega what opening. Two Queens. <laughs> so uh, I'm John Burns. Are you? I am. Hi, John Burns. Hey, who are you? I'm Megan Grant. And we've I'm got Megan. who else with us? Mike Teal, my beautiful husband. And we are He's back so in gorgeous. our home studio this week. Uh, we we uh, ventured out for the last couple of podcasts. Yeah, I listened to the last podcast and I was bored shitless. So <laughs> I thought the idea of brunch might be not a great idea. <laughs> well, I the it was fine for us, but well, and the week before, I think we took a break and ate and then came yeah. back. Whereas yeah, this was like, oh, my hands are all you know crabby and yeah. seafoody, and oh, how's that? Oh, that's good. That looks great. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh my god. Well, I'm guessing if it was boring to listen to, what is it to talk about it? <laughs> all right, I won't talk then. <laughs> so well, what are what are we drinking this week? Well, I'm having um what I'm having a, a Granny's Revenge, which I felt like based on the things that I had in the apartment was the most suitable to the premiere of the crown. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was actually thinking that maybe I should have a, a G and T. Mm, uh, yeah, that would have been good. Oh, we should buy some pims. Yeah, pims cups. Uh-huh. Um I uh, am actually having Oops. some ice water, some refreshing ice water. And what are you oh, having, Mike? Well, I'm not talking. Hold him back, Mike. Mm, mm. I'm having um, strawberry kiwi iced tea. Strawberry kiwi. Yeah, it's not as good as you think it might be. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. This is my last. I bought a uh, fifty sachet pack, and uh, this is my last of. Uh, Quart of uh, uh, what is it called? Pitcher of iced tea, of pitcher tea, of iced kiwi tea. strawberry. Mm -hmm. Because 50 makes 10 pitchers. Sweet, so it's Sweet. gone. Uh -huh. That and the chocolate mint, which I thought was going to be delicious, and it sucked. Oof, yeah, yeah. I know. I really, I'm, I'm really surprised that you thought that was the tea. Well, see, okay. as a tea, the, yeah, the chocolate coconut tea is delicious. Delicious, really? delicious. And I love the peppermint tea. And I thought, chocolate mint, how could you go wrong? Well, somewhere along the run, either Harney or his son went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, steer clear of the chocolate mint tea. Chocolate chai also doesn't work. Actually, I'm just going for now just peppermint and just um, uh, the chocolate coconut. But I did venture this week to try the blood orange iced tea. We'll do, see. Do you ever drink just tea? Sometimes, but I don't have any. Uh -huh. I, I, I like P and G tips, so I uh -huh. and, and I have to order those. And I What's P and G tips? Type of tea. Is it a brand? It's a brand of tea. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just P G. I don't think it's P and G. Oh, really? Okay. I, I'm gonna look it up though, because I'm curious what the P G stands for. Mm -hmm. I'd say pretty good. I'd say it's okay pretty to give to tea. children. <laughs> pretty good tea there. <laughs> hey, man. Well, uh, we're going to take a little break and hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be back to talk about the big week. Yeah. All right. This week in the coo. This week in the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> All right. 
And we are back with two queens and a what? What? Neighbor gossip. Ooh, what? <laughs> Mike's about to lay some juicy neighbor gossip on us. Uh, I, Ooh. You know, we live in a, um, a co-op. And there is, you know, there's, a, there's this Google group that people can post to. And I just find most of the time, just these people are fucking idiots. Yeah, They're I like just the, so annoying. Last week, if someone said, does anyone else's heat bang and make noise? I'm like, yeah, it's called steam yeah, heat. It's called New York fucking city, lady. How steam long do you live here? <laughs> you know, there's a whole song about it. I got steam heat. Bang, bang, bang. You know, hey. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's how the heat works. So, so someone today said um uh oh, where is it Sub oh is there any uh talk of repairing our video intercom system it stopped working shortly after it was installed and then so that you, you use it all the time wait right? a second and so then the head of the board i just the head of the board replied that hasn't worked in over 12 years <laughs> we have a new system with your smartphone blah 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 and there's no it's very easy you know you download the app and when the when the buzzer ring you just you just hit the icon on your phone and you can see if it's actually a delivery person or someone coming in to rob the place mm -hmm. so this guy and i'm going to use his name no i'm not but he goes personally i am oh that app is dot 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 well Dot, dot, dot. I won't use as strong language as I would like to, which he capitalized. A total waste of time. Come on, be real. Someone rings your buzzer. You'll first have to find the app on your phone, click on it, <laughs> wait for it to load. Are you kidding me? Someone buzzing your apartment requires an immediate response, not searching for the channel on your cable box or using your app, and there's no audio to boot. You guys are just kidding yourself. Fix the video intercoms. Oh my God! Did you just like someone reply? Okay, boomer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How would I find an app on my phone? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and, I, and I started to write, and I'm like, oh, I probably should. <laughs> so I decided not to reply to Michael Miller in B45. Oh, stop! stop. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, too bad. Um, so yeah, but it was like, ugh. And you know, well, this is I'm having a weekend. So a couple of days ago, a couple yeah. of days ago, yeah. Okay, we've got a name for this segment. What do we have a name for this segment? John needs to find it's, a new apartment. It's called Angry Mike. Let's let's call this John needs to find a new apartment. How about that? So all right. So I ordered some vitamins from Vitacost, right? And. I get and they're being mailed and I get notification from USPS that they have been delivered. I did not go down right away. I went down, about, I think, in the morning after. And the box wasn't there. And then I went down that and I thought, well, maybe it was, you know, some, you know, some post office bullshit. So I went down later in the afternoon after the post office had been there again that day and it wasn't there. So I emailed Vitacost and said, hey, the post office says this has been delivered, but I never got it. And then, so I happened to get something else yesterday from Amazon. I went down there, and you know what? Guess what's there? A box from Vitacost with my name on it. And I bring it up here, and I notice that it's been opened and retaped. So someone went down there, didn't 
bother to read the name on the label, brought it back to their apartment and went, oops, I did. Oh, stupid me. I didn't order this. Honey, did you order, you know, vitamin D and fish oil? And they said, no, what are you fucking talking about? And she said, well, I got a box here. It says, oh, that's not your name, is it? Oh, I better, I better. And so, you know, what the correct thing for a neighbor to do who lives in the same building as you is to come to your apartment and either knock on the door and say, I opened this by mistake. I'm really sorry. Or put a fucking post-it note on it saying, I opened this by mistake. Sorry about that. And leave it at your door to repack it and to, to retape it and just push it, push it back down in the mailroom. That is just tacky. Yeah. And I want to find the person and I kind of want to bitch slap her a little bit. Uh-huh. It's probably the, uh, the app guy. It's probably, I don't think he lives in this building. Yeah, um, yeah, we have three we have three buildings. buildings yeah, yeah. Oh, um, just annoying. But yeah, so that is that's a that's a lesson in building etiquette. Yeah, package yeah. etiquette in just the building. Just be a decent neighbor, for God's sakes! It's so. Fun. Why don't you post on the group about it? I was going to, but I'm like, <laughs> you know, I don't think I could be particularly kind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Mike, that's that's this week, and what's annoying, Mike? <laughs> Usually it's just John. Now it's everybody else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, my favorite was in the in the elevator yesterday. We were leaving, <laughs> and Mike was talking about another neighbor who was complaining about. We have a sign up sheet for the laundry room now and actually i told mike i'm like i kind of love it because you know when you're going to do your laundry and you know no one else is going to be in there so i'm like Mm -hmm. this is something we should keep Mm -hmm. and but anyway evidently one of the neighbors was complaining about the sign-up sheet uh to mike so um as we were leaving mike spent our elevator trip complaining to me about that neighbor so uh actually that's not true but all right let's let, let's john have his little moment in the sun since cabaret season's not going to be here for a while let john put on his show so yeah anyway mike was into complaining this week so oh just wait till tonight yeah just wait just, just fucking wait. just you wait what's happening for me i don't well, know well i'm just going to complain to john about him all night long I think. Well, I think. and we should say that Mike is in the middle of a, a, a cooking project at the moment, too. That so. I'm only going to eat. <laughs> well, and he, what are you making? I'm making, well, we're having kind of leftovers, sort of, because I a few weeks ago I made the uh, corn chowder with chicken and bacon. So delicious. Jeez. Really good. But I had two extra nights of it. So there was been, I put, took one night out of the freezer. And I'm just baking some, just some uh, white bread. Melissa Clark's excellent white bread. Is it a loaf or rolls? Loaf. Ooh, a loaf of bread. So so it's on the third rise now, and then I got to take it out and let the oven heat to 400, and then it goes in for 400 for 10 minutes, and then 325 for 30 minutes. Great. I can't wait. Too bad you can't have it. How long? 10 minutes and then 35 or 45? 35. The, 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 I'm just trying to figure ten. out how long till I can eat bread. It's like an hour. An hour. Okay. Because we still have a lot of the rise left. The okay. third rise is 
All right. I'll try or, to I'll try to make it till then. Yeah, you can. Or you can just, you know, not. <laughs> oh, how was your day, Megan? Let's see. It was pretty great, I think. Was it? Yeah, it was yeah, yeah, yes. It was fantastic. Um we'll get to it later, but um, it was now. so far the second best day of the year for me. Oh, Ooh, the wow. second best day, and it's November. And what was the first yeah. first greatest what was the day? First? Uh, the first best day of the year was a week and a day ago, last Saturday. Wow, you had a good November. Oh, uh, when we got the election results, which which uh, the president is still waiting for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, guess somebody, I guess he tweeted something today about Joe Biden winning and then uh, deleted the tweet. Yeah. No, my God. Douchebag. <laughs> Douchebag in chief. <laughs> I just love it. I just um, um, But today's the second best day of the year, which is the premiere of season four of The Crown. Oh, yes. The Crown. Uh, the Crown. The Crown. With your yeah. Olivia Coleman. Yeah, with Olivia Coleman and Jillian Anderson. Jillian Anderson. You did watch the first first episode, right? I most certainly did. Yeah. I actually watched the first two and we'll be watching the third with dinner. I you're, you're, limited myself to three today. Oh, no. We're going to limit ourselves to one a day. Yeah, one a day. And yeah. some days we're yeah, going to skip. Yeah. I mean, tonight we have our, our PBS night, but um, and plus the undoing, so... Um, but yeah, no. It I like to keep one a day because it'll be at least a year and a half before we get the next one with Imelda. Mm -hmm. um, because of all of COVID, they're not, they're not filming it. Yep. So it could, it could be two years. Uh, oh. Do you know who's playing um, Philip in the next round? Who's playing Philip? Yeah. Uh, oh, you know. Have they announced that? I, they've announced this guy's not old enough to play. Diana. Oh, I guess they all switch. So Imelda Constant is playing the queen. Leslie Manville is playing Margaret. Margaret. Dominic West is Elizabeth playing. Elizabeth Debicki is playing Diana. <gasps> Elizabeth Debicki. <gasps> yeah, yeah. I love her. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, she's going to she, be a great Diana. She is such a great actress. I love that woman. I. She was one of the greatest things about uh, an un. And um, uh, underappreciated film, Man from Uncle, with um, yeah, I did not see that. No, it's it's a kind of a boring movie, but it was Henry Cavill and Army Hammer. The only thing I could, but it was also Alicia Vikander and Elizabeth Debicki, and that's where it's mm. like, oh, she's amazing. The only real problem with that is I think the movie would have been so much better is if there was a, a nude wrestling scene with Henry Cavill and Army <laughs> Hammer. That would have made it just perfect. <laughs> I would have oh, if only that. Mike ruled cinema. Oh my God. There'd be so much, you know. So much wrestling. <laughs> so much naked wrestling. Um, okay, I have an update. Or what? Jonathan Price playing. Jonathan Price, that's right. Oh my, what a cast that is. What a cast. Uh, although it's not confirmed, rumor is that Charles will be played by Dominic West. Yeah. I read that last week. Although he could end up, he's been fucking around with some you know, yeah, Lily yeah, Collins been or, in the news, yeah, in the in the bad tabloid news. Yeah, yeah. well, especially um, since he was just doing a, a a a tour of his him and his wife's mansion. It was like you would oh jeez, yeah, dude. That's you know, 
It's okay if people yeah. have affairs. I mean, that's not my business. But if you're going to go on, uh, you know, national, international news going on about how wonderful your life is with your spouse and then you're cheating on her, that's just not like, that's kind of. Not cool, man. Not cool, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. So Jillian Anderson. Woo! She was pretty. What a magula. What a magula. Yeah. She was, she, she, uh, she outstreaked street. Yeah, did you see the Times article talking about how those actresses approached yeah. playing her? I like the woman who said, yeah, uh, they were all talking about how she walks. And the one woman said, yeah, Ooh. she led with her back. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> they said, Evidently, I've been meaning to look up on YouTube. She had a very distinctive walk or way of moving. Hmm. Huh. Didn't, I didn't actually. Well, she definitely has a distinct way of speaking. speaking oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's so stupid. I mean, I forgot. So Lord Mountbatten goes out on the boat, and I'm like, is he going to get blown up? And I, yeah. I just finished Say Nothing just two weeks ago, and I couldn't remember. Like, Jesus. My mind. Uh, I, was, I was really glad to have um, – I was really glad that that timing worked out that I finished Say Nothing right before um, that premiere because uh, it, was just, it was just helpful context for the uh, – for the the this the first episode of this season of The Crown is 1979, so height of the troubles. And the first episode um, dealt with that and ended in yeah the IRA's uh, assassination of Mountbatten. Yeah, which I was listening to. So um, there's a there's an official podcast of The Crown, and so they do a they do like a recap, and they also talk to all kinds of people associated with the show after every episode. Um, it started last season, so there's one for last season, and then they're doing it again this season. And I was listening to that episode earlier today, and something that was really interesting was so so Mountbatten was like a very obvious choice for the IRA because like his his deceased wife's family had this big castle in Ireland, but he obviously is so heavily associated with. Um, the like imperialist Britain. So like kind of an obvious choice for the IRA to take out. Um, and, uh, however, like he, Mountbatten supposedly, I don't know. I I didn't like go and like find documents or anything, but supposedly he was, he thought that the reunification of Ireland was actually the right thing to do and had been in like backroom talks about like how to see, make that happen. Huh? So he could have been a real ally, but uh, we'll never know because they blew him up. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that is a very, that was an excellent casting also. The, uh, what what's his, what's that guy's name? Charles Dance. Um, yeah, as Mountbatten, like yeah. really killer casting on that Well, one. Charles Dance, whenever he plays a haughty, you know, rich, wealthy British person, it's you know, even even as uh, a Lannister, he was pretty great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, really looks like Mountbatten. Oh, also. does he? Yeah. Oh, I always remember him from a movie in the '80s called White Mischief that has my favorite line almost of any film ever made, or that I've seen anyway. And it's about rich white people living in Kenya in the uh-huh. uh, '30s. And uh, at one point, Geraldine Chaplin uh, wakes up out of bed and goes to the window and opens the drape and just sighs and says, oh, another beautiful fucking day. 
was like, oh, good move. That's a that's a good that you just made two connections because she played Wallace in yeah. um season three yeah. of The Crown. Yeah. In, and her daughter was in Game of Thrones. Maybe not daughter, maybe granddaughter. Granddaughter was in Game of Thrones with Charles Dance. Look at you making those connections. Yeah, well, Geraldine Chaplin and Charles Dance used to do a movie together back in 1985. And the buzz oh, yeah. is ringing. Mike's off to his cooking duties. So we're all make that bread. pins and needles while this is happening. A very delicate procedure happening in the kitchen right behind me as we are listening right now. So um, uh, what are you having for dinner, Megan? Um, Sloppy Joe's. Ooh, Sloppy Joe's. I've been hearing Sloppy Joe's a lot lately, and I've been thinking, oh, oh really? might be nice. Yeah, yeah. Some friend of mine talked about making Sloppy Joe's, and we were watching some show where they had Sloppy Joe's. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. It's a HelloFresh box, but uh, my roommate and I have had it before, and it's pretty tasty, so I'm excited. Oh, I never, when we get the uh, Blue Apron, whenever they offer, like, sandwiches, I refuse. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, I can do that in myself. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair, but Although, it's really tasty. <laughs> oh, Sloppy Joe's, we never do. You know what I could do? We could just make sloppy joes. I was thinking I could make some some of your mother's uh, rolls and then make sloppy joe mix. Yeah, sure. That'd be fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, what else have we been watching this no, week? Did, oh yeah, what are we watching? Well, we're watching the on Sunday nights. We watched the Trouble with Maggie Cole, mm -hmm. and then Roadkill with you, Lori, and then Cobra. Uh, those are on PBS, and all of those are. Uh -huh. We have two weeks for each of them. They all, the, they the, all end next week. We're also watching oh, the Dorels of Corfu. <laughs> we're watching the Dorels of Corfu. On oh, I've always wanted to start that. Well, it's first so off, good. it has the guy that plays Charles Jack O'Connor. He stars as uh -huh. the oldest son. Oh, nice! It's really funny. Yeah, um, it, it's just kind of a delightful little forty-five minutes. Yeah, they're a quirky family. Um, yeah. They're all have, you know, they have the littlest kid just loves animals and like he'll bring them all home. He, he is What's old. What's the time period? The 50s? 1935. 35. Yeah. And, um, sure. you know, the girl is so like. It's before the war. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. I okay. think we get to the war eventually. Mm -hmm. It was it was three books written by written by the oldest son. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, so it's a true story? Well, I, inspired by inspired by his life, it was the Corfu trilogy, written by the uh, his name I forget his name Durrell. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but it's good. I mean, uh, it's 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 a good. I mean, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Mm -hmm. Watching the Undoing with Nicole Kidman and really Rand, enjoying that. Fun. Oh, is it good? Yeah, yeah it's a lot. Of, that yet. It, it's good. Um, yeah, it's very good. And then. Did we finish? Did we finish uh, the Queen's, uh, Queen's Gambit? Gambit? Yeah, before the last oh, podcast. Oh, you haven't started that yet? No, uh -uh. it's so good. It's good. It's such a satisfying uh, series and a satisfying ending. It just felt really interesting and and uh, complete. Yeah. So, nice. Yeah, uh, I finished uh, Shit's Creek for the second time today. <laughs> Loved it again. I finished in Insomnia Theater, Love and Anarchy, a Swedish show, which 
I don't recommend. <laughs> oh, okay. It wasn't bad. It was just not that great. And, you know, it's just kind of weird. You watch these shows from other countries and, and you kind of have to decide, is, is, is this a bad show or is this just a cultural thing that I'm missing? This woman, she's like almost 40 years old. She has a, a preteen and a son and a, and a teenage daughter. And her husband is works in advertising and she's a quote unquote consultant in the publishing industry and starts working for this company. And then she ends up having this uh, relationship with the, you know, 24 year old um, IT guy and, you know, it starts with him catching her masturbating at work. At work? On her first week. How Jeffrey Tubin? Well, I know it's just so, <laughs> and I was like, you know, and she, in the whole the first couple of episodes, she's constantly going off to the bathroom to masturbate. And I'm like, okay, so she's horny, but it, it just, a lot of it just seems just what so inappropriate. What country is that from? Sweden. And, yeah. um. Yeah, and, and, and so... That sounds like a male fantasy. It was written and directed by a woman. Oh. Really? Yeah. Um, the best thing about it is in the second to last episode, you know, because she's naked a fair amount, but in the second to last episode, the young boy's naked, and I must say, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, who is your boy? Uh-huh. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Anyway, but that, and, I'm, <laughs> and I finished Young Wallander. I like that. Um, another Swedish, but in, in Malmo, not we're in also Stockholm. watching The Amazing Race, the Amazing which was yes. another good uh, week. Who got kicked off? The uh, the oh the Asians, the Cajun uh, Cajun oh, Asians, Cajun Asians. The, yeah, the Cajuns, yeah. Oh, because yeah. they got lost. Well, yeah. I mean, how is it they could be driving around for in a two hours. in a two kilometer area for six and a half hours? Yeah. That's crazy. I do not understand people's unwillingness to pull over and ask. Yeah. It just seems like, it just seems, I guess they're just worried. They just think like that's the waste of time. Yeah. No, once you're in your like second crazy. hour. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was crazy. Uh, what were the challenges this week? Um, Where were oh, we? the, was, was this the, this wasn't watermelons and bottles. No, this was Paris. So they had to, they went to like a chateau outside the city and, oh, and they had oh, to the, find the, the, pies. the painting, the oh, real the life painting. The chantilly cream. Oh yeah, actually they had to identify, yes, they had uh, characters in period costumes at a party and, that and they had to identify people who, some of them were dressed exactly like people in the paintings and that uh, the uh, Indian girl, right? Part of the Indian uh, yeah, couple? Uh, Aparna, I think. Yeah. Yeah, she absolutely evidently she just cannot. She has no eye for Insane. detail whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever, because <laughs> she drugged sixteen people, and, <laughs> and none of them were in paintings. And I'm like, do you not just see? And it was. I thought that was fascinating. And she just seemed she didn't ever come up with a strategy. Maybe uh, she had that. Problem where she can't recognize Face faces. Blindness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, like our old, uh, our old nemesis from trivia. Uh, what was her name? Crab. Um, Lobster. Knife Lobster knife fight. Oh, yeah, fight. That's yes. Right. The woman was, uh, well, she claimed to be face blind because I said hello one night and she looked at me like I was crazy and her 
husband said, oh, yes, of course, we know you. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm face blind. I'm like, okay, <laughs> stop drinking so much. Um, but uh, yeah, no, uh, different people had strategies. Like they noticed some of the people were dressed in bright colors. Um, they noticed someone was dressed as Jesus. I'm like, that's just I'm like, yeah, definitely you can find Jesus in a painting. Uh -huh. So, um, yeah. You can find Jesus in your heart. Yeah, well, he's everywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was pretty delightful. You know um, where you can find Jesus? Megan's mom. Megan's mom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so heavenly. So heavenly. What was the other challenges? Yeah, they um, then they had to do the circus. They had to go to this like kind of weird oh, indoor, like circus thing. I wanted to go to that but old timey circus games, you know. Mm -hmm. That yeah, looked like that a fun place fun. to go. Oh, oh uh, arcade. It was yeah. an arcade, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Very cool. So that was fun. Um, we haven't gotten back to American Ninja Warrior much this week. Yeah, that's either a, that's mm -hmm. while we're eating dinner, sort of, or lunch, or. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, we have, like, the finals and the semifinals tape, so yeah. we'll, we'll get to it eventually. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're going to read about the in the paper and ruin no. <laughs> <laughs> the heartbreak on this season of uh, Ninja Warriors. So, um, anything else you're watching that's interesting, Megan? Uh, Great British Bake Off, of course. Oh, it's of course. Getting we're getting down to the. It's already. I think next week it's already semi-final. Good. Well, we we still have we have four episodes in the bank. No, we only have, I think, two episodes of the back. Uh huh. So yeah, we this just week watched was, this week was episode Asian, eight. Asian food. Yeah, we just watched Japanese. Yeah, Japanese. Japanese, food. Japanese food. Oh, okay. Uh huh. So we have everything. So you there. have '80s week and you have dessert week. This week was dessert week, and then there's '80s week. Right. So yeah. 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 Mm hmm. So well, yeah. So we're kind of like slowing down on that one. Oh. We so like good. to stretch them out. It's the the, um, the finale will be a week from Friday or Friday. A week from Friday. Oh, okay. So we'll watch one. We'll watch two this week and two next week. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. So that you know, so that we can all be caught up for the for the two queens and one podcast. We can <laughs> chat about it. Spoil it for everybody that hasn't watched it yet. How was your weekend fitness, Megan? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Let's see. Um, I had a, a on Tuesday. Um, I got to the park like probably around eight in the morning, and um, usually Tula is like Tula has to leave by like seven thirty to get to work. Yep. So um, I, but she was. She, I saw her at the wall playing tennis, and I was very surprised because you know it was eight o'clock, and I was like, Tula, what are you doing? And she was like, you're here. She's like, I took the day off. Like, let's play. So I had a random, like, day on the court uh, in the middle of the week, which was really fun. Okay. Um, and then we ended up playing also on Saturday. So Tula and I had a lot of tennis time this week. It was nice. Nice. Um, and I learned that she lives on my street. <laughs> so, oh. Like, the melding of our lives. In your block or? Taking another step forward. Is she in your block or? No, she's not on my block. She's maybe two blocks uh, further north, would I say? Maybe? Oh, past you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Um, 
So, but still like she was, she was, we were leaving the park and going out the same way. And she, and she was, it was like, I was going to go straight and she was going to go left. And she was like, I'm on 47th. What about you? And I was like, me too. And she was like, what? But then we, but we're, no, Turns we're, out, we're, we're, we're roommates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, she's Myrna. She, Myrna's been disguising herself and playing tennis with well, She you. took off one of those Mission Impossible masks, and oh my God, it's Myrna. <laughs> Mike, how was your week in fitness? My week in fitness, I probably gained 50 pounds or something. <laughs> Very good. Okay, well, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, it'll be Megan's Movie School. And okay. uh, so uh, refresh your drink and we'll see you on the other side. Okay. And we are back with two queens and a what? 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 <laughs> and in the break, we were just reviewing our income. And wow, thank you, everyone. We are really, we're almost to $13. Make you hot. Yeah. $13 in what? Eight, nine months? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 12-year-olds in Indonesia make more than us. Yeah, well, you know, well, at podcasts, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, while we're talking about that, make sure uh, you like us on whatever platform you are listening on. and if you Unless would, it's a subway platform. Unless it's a subway. Although platform. if you're on a subway platform and you're going, I like two queens and a and a one. I like two yeah, queens and a one. Help everyone. You may go to jail, but um, <laughs> the other thing is, if you would like to write to us, please do at the number two, the numeral two queens what at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. So you could also Venmo us. At oh yeah, you can Venmo. <laughs> well, okay. I can actually enable a thing that will ask for donations, but you wouldn't let me do it. So we're not going that <laughs> route. No, we're not. <laughs> Yet. Uh, I did a show with a drag queen recently, and she she put her cards in all the tables. And I was like, oh, why didn't I bring enough of my cards to do that? But uh, anyway, she had her Venmo on her card. So I guess if people just randomly wanted to send her cash that it's on her card and they can that's do what it. i really want to do i want to send rando rando drag queens, drag queens money, money. <laughs> um yeah absolutely hey meg are you watching any anything else that we didn't talk about um why do i feel like i finished something this oh you know what you know what Myrna and i finished it, it was just a quick four parter but I watched that Netflix documentary about the Challenger explosion in 1986. Oh, oh. was it good? Yeah, it, yeah, I thought it was really good actually. I remember that. Um, that was the one with Kristen McAuliffe, the yeah. teacher from New Hampshire. Yeah, did you wait? Where I can't remember. I was, what, at, I was at work. Was I was yeah, at I work. was at work too. Yeah. Oh, she was from New Hampshire, but I, I didn't. I mean, my parents retired to New Hampshire, so I didn't grow up in New Hampshire. I grew up in oh, right, you were in Massachusetts, right, right, right. Uh, and I was okay. living in Washington yeah. D.C. at the time. So, yeah, uh, but I remember um, being upstairs at Ford's Theater, mm -hmm. and finding that out. Yep. Uh, you just reminded me of something. Oh, we watched a documentary this week. Oh, we um, did. Uh, what was it called? The Way I See It? The Way I See It. Which is. Is uh, that the Stacey Abrams one? No, it's Pete Sousa, oh, right. who was Obama's. Pete Sousa. Pete Sousa. The. Uh, uh, White House photographer for Ronald Reagan and uh, Barack Obama. 
Uh, it was excellent. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to add it to my list. It just reminded you of how a president is, should be. Um, and, you know, as opposed to someone who's bunkered in the White House. Oh my God. I just uh -huh. love it. Donald Trump. What a chump. Um, <laughs> I also decided the next thing that I'm going to watch on my own is going to be Community which I think oh. might have been on NBC, but it's got Joel McHale. No, Fox, I think. Oh, it was Fox? It was NBC. Yeah. It was, oh, it was uh, Joel McHale and Allison Brie, who I adore. Mm -hmm. And uh, and also that guy Glover. What's his name? Donald Glover. Donald, Donald. Glover, yes. So uh, I'm thinking I'm going to take a stab at that, and there's a ton of those because they were like regular network seasons, 25 episodes. Ooh, it smells so good, Mike. That bread is smelling delicious. I wish you all could smell it now. It's, we should uh, sell the apartment. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> get top dollar with that bread smell. Um, I, well, we, last night we watched the movie uh, My Favorite Year, mm -hmm. which our listener Beth Martin had suggested we watch. Um, and it turns out that neither John and I had ever seen this film. No. Mm -mm. Um, it's from 1982. It's a delightful movie. The best thing about it is Peter O'Toole. Yeah, it's really it is. funny. Um, he just plays a great drunk. I would like to see a drunk off between him and Dudley Moore. Nice. Although they're both dead, so we have to have a drunk off in heaven. Drunk or hell? Yeah. Where do the drunks go? Heaven? Uh, I think I'm not saying Peter and Dudley. Actually, Moore. I think we're all going to the same place. Well, that's like I think South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. There's like four people yeah. in heaven, and everybody else is. I hell. think the whole heaven hell was just inv invented by organized religion to get us to donate more. You think so? Yeah, I do. So, <laughs> so um. Uh, all right, so movie school. To quench movie school. school. Action! So this week's movie was uh, Jodie Foster, uh, Vehicle, the little girl who lives at the end of the lane. The little girl down the lane? I don't know, some little girl living down the lane. <laughs> We don't um, even know the name of the damn movie. It's based on that, it's based on the, um, it's based on the nursery rhyme. I don't know this I rhyme. The, the little girl who lives down the lane. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, well. Um, what'd you think, Megan? Well, I'm not going to say this is going down as one of my favorites. Oh. Uh -huh. um, I mean, it was watchable. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, you like, you just kind of... Uh, I don't, it, it wasn't all that. It, I, I felt like it wanted to be way more suspenseful than it was. Maybe um, I just, yeah, I didn't find it all that suspenseful. Um, I sort of felt like I could see things happening as, before they happened. Maybe not everything, but like, like for instance, so this, so Jodie Foster is what, like 13 years old and she lives in a, house and she in like Maine is, by herself yeah down, down, down yeah the, down the lane mm -hmm. but everybody in the town assumes it's it's her and her dad um who but was there when they moved in quickly that there is no dad well um he moved in with her right right but then he he was sick and so he died right um and and so i i so i did think that like uh it, yeah, it, it was, I was like, okay, there's definitely dead bodies 
you know, in, in this movie. And I, I, I thought that Jodie Foster was going to be this sort of like psycho child killer and would have killed her dad. Turns out she is a psycho child killer and they killed her mom and her dad, like she had a great relationship with her dad and he died of illness. Well, and her dad um, actually- So that was a twist that I wasn't expecting. I'll give it that credit. Her dad actually um, gave her the plan of how to kill her mom. Well, that's true. That's true. So they were both psycho killers. <laughs> well, the whole fact that the father is like, okay, I'm going to die. And rather than, you know, make sure that you're taken care of by an adult, I'm just going to give you three years rent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And some traveler's checks <laughs> that you can keep in a... Uh, yeah. In a safety deposit box. Bank box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like, I don't know. I, I, I was sufficiently creeped out by um, Martin Sheen. the character that uh, Martin Sheen played. Yeah. Um, but it was, but I also was just like too creeped out. I was like, oh, gross. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, he was creepy. I, what I loved about his character is everyone knew he was a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in town knew he was a pedophile. Even his mom. Yeah. His mom told her, yeah, if my son comes around, you probably shouldn't let him in. Yeah, don't <laughs> let him in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I didn't think it's a very good movie at all. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I think it's badly written and badly, extraordinarily badly directed. Mm -hmm. I mean, Megan was, there's no sort of engine moving it forward. It's just sort of one thing to the next thing to the next thing. And, you know, in, in the music, he uses Chopin. Yeah. What the hell is that about? You know? Well, I think it added to the creepiness. I don't she's, know. She's a creepy little girl who listens to Chopin records yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, I, I just didn't. And I, I thought it was funny that Jodie Foster is Jodie Foster's least favorite film. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they present her as like, she's very intelligent. Yeah. Which she could have been, but you know, I'm like, okay. Well, that's also Jodie Foster. As a kid, Jodie Fo Foster was the most adult acting child actor mm -hmm. in the history of film. Yeah. I mean, she just can't act like a goofy little, even in, you know, four years before this in another one of my favorites, Kansas City Bomber. You know, she plays Raquel Welch's, you know, nine-year-old daughter. And she's still, you know, extremely mature. Yeah. Uh, and so the, I, I think that's just her. I don't think she, she was always really smart. What about those Bugsy movies or Bug, whatever they the Bugsy were? Bugsy Malone? That Bugsy was, Malone, yeah. yeah. They were kids and they were like capers. And yeah, no, what, what it is, it's a musical. It's Bugsy Malone. It was an Alan Parker film from 1976. It was... Um, it was like a gangster, a bunch of gangsters. Uh, so jo jo Jody fought, but the gangsters are all played by 12 year olds. So, and then when there's a shootout, they shoot um, marshmallows. Oh. And it's a musical and it's, it's, it's cute, but it's, you know, at an hour or 45 minutes, it's, it's, you know. Enough. Yeah. It's more than enough. But mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen that in Christ knows how long. I don't even know if I've seen the whole movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was her and Scott Bale. Right. Yeah. Oh, Scott Bale. Ugh. Yeah, we hate him. Yeah. If he gets residuals uh, was, from that, let's not rent that one. Um, but uh, yeah, no, my memory of this was just that she seemed very mature and she killed some people. Um, <laughs> yeah. door, I do love that. Well, the, your memory was right. <laughs> the uh, lady, you know, she kind of killed herself by well, freaking just, out. Yeah. And then 
Yeah. Plus yeah. the whole idea that we're supposed to think that it's a 13 year old getting naked. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah, that was, that was and, and actually that was. And that's why she hates And that's that kind movie. of funny because I think the times I've seen it before were on network TV. Oh. And so I never saw that scene. Yeah. I think I just saw them in bed. So anybody who's listening who didn't see this movie, at one point she gets into bed with her 16-year-old boyfriend and she takes off all of her clothes and she's completely new. But it's not Jodie Foster. It's Jodie Foster's sister. Right. But it's edited He's so like that. like 20. Yeah. So it's edited so that you can't really see the face, but you think that it's the Jodie Foster character getting right. naked. But the Jodie Foster character is a 13-year-old, so why do we really want to see? There's something really wrong there. And that's what Jodie Foster had said in an interview. She says, you know, I know it wasn't me and all that, but there's something wrong, and I just never felt safe on that set. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh. Well, also, uh, Martin Sheen was always coming on to her. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. So uh, that was that happened. We had we got we get a good performance from Scott Jacoby as Marco Marlo. Mar what was his name? He was the boy Mario. Mario. Yeah, Mario. You know, Scott Jacoby was a big star in not big star, but in the late '60s, he made his Broadway debut and he got nominated for Tony. And then he went off to Hollywood as a child. He was not very, he was, he was a child. I, I forget the name of the thing. I looked it up yesterday. But then he went off and did a movie called That Certain Summer with Hal Holbrook and Martin Sheen, the first yeah. gay movie ever made. Oh, yeah. Or well, not ever made, but first network TV. Right. And um, he played Hal Holbrook's son trying to understand why his father was now a homosexual. Yeah. But the kid won an, an Emmy for it. Oh, wow. And then he just, he hasn't really acted my memory of that is I think they called each other fruits or someone called them fruits. Probably. And at the dinner table, I asked my dad what a fruit was. And my brother goes, oh, John, I can't believe you asked that. I'm like, how would I, what is a fruit? And my dad didn't give me an answer. So I, sure, I had to sure, turn into grandfather to find the answer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jim, what's a fruit? Well, because that's a word we never used to hear before. So. <laughs> Um, so that's movie school. Oh, so we need to pick next week's oh, movie. Where's my thing? Next week's movie. Next week's movie. Oh, Megan, there were a couple of movies I was wondering. Oh, have you seen um, uh, Double Jeopardy? <laughs> with uh, I don't think so. Okay, that's with uh, what's her name, Judd? Um, yeah, Ashley Judd. And have you ever seen The Long Kiss Goodnight with? Um, Gina Davis. No. Okay. okay. All right. So here we go, Megan. Okay. Such fun or seriously, darling. Uh, let's go seriously, darling. Okay. Deeply disturbed. Good guys and bad guys. I know you talk about how paranoid I am behind my back. And <laughs> rule breakers. Mm, let's go rule breakers. Okay. Here's the categories. Medicine, politics, sex, or television? Let's go television. You're going to watch one of my favorite films of all time. Can Net I guess? Network. Have oh, wait. What is it? Network. 
Have you seen Network? Okay, no, I've not, but I've, I have wanted to. Network right. is a freakishly prescient, prescient um, film directed by Sidney Lumet and written by okay. Patty Chayefsky. Um, and it is about the television news industry and um, uh, it's morphing into yeah, and how it's morphing into entertainment. And you look at it and you're thinking, oh, my God, all this shit came through. Um, okay. It's kind of frightening that way. But it's it's a satire. It is where the whole I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore comes from. Okay. And it has one of the most bizarre sex scenes, I think, in, in yeah. You know, I, I don't know. But and it, and it has a frightening performance by Faye Dunaway mm -hmm. um, okay. and who was what's the guy Peter Peter Finch plays Howard Beale he won the Oscar uh, he had died like two months before and he won he was the first oh, wow. okay. first person to win the Oscar and also um, what is her Pos name you mean posthumously, posthumously yeah and um, who played his wife who played his wife she won the Oscar too I can't believe this um, I'm going to look up who won, who played her the wife. Is it Kathy Cronkite? Uh, uh, nope. It was um, Beatrice Strait. And you'll oh, see okay. that Beatrice Strait, um, she's in it. I think it, I think she is in it. Um, the, the person who won an Oscar for the least screen time is, Ju is um, Judy Dench. Judy Dench. And I think Beatrice yeah. Strait is the second person. She basically okay. wins it for one monologue. She's incredible, uh, but she has this one monologue, and um, it is it is just I love this movie so much. So uh, it was nominated okay. nominated for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten Oscars and one, one, two, three, four, five. Four Oscars, best screenplay, and this is also uh, the Oscar ceremony um, where Vanessa Redgrave won for Julia, and oh. she goes uh -huh. on stage and she talks about the, the Zionist pigs, yeah, um, and she gets booed during the thing, oh, wow. and then Patty Chayefsky wins, and he says something about her. And you're like, Geez. and I was like 14 going, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> now, the movies that you did not chose, Medicine, that was The Hospital. That's a movie with George C. Scott and Diana Rigg, also written by Ch Patty Chayefsky. And it's oh. about the medical system. And you watch that and you're like, wow, that was a prescient film, too, about what's going to happen in, in, in for insurance and hospitals and all of that. Oh, Politics okay. was going to be Robert Altman's Nashville. And sex was um, Mike Nichols' Carnal Knowledge with Jack Nicholson and Candy Bergen. Mm. All of those movies are great movies and should be seen. But next week we will okay. watch Network. Network. Looking forward to it. Oh, where is it on? Where is it on? I mean, it's not going to be on Amazon. It's on Prime Video for two ninety nine. Okay. Or yeah, that's all it says. Okay, so it streams on Prime Video. Perfect. Watch it with us. Um, I know that Dirk watched uh, 
little, little girl, girl who lives down the lane. Lived down the lane this last week. <laughs> shout out to Dirk. Also, shout out to Miss Cindy Knight. Cindy Knight and Day. She's the one who gets the shit done. That's why we sing her praise night and day. Except you weren't really singing. Well, sometimes just the words are beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you learn something different than that when we watched the the way I see it? When uh, at the Newtown, the, the memorial for the Newtown kids, or, or the memorial for the um, churches in in South Carolina, our great president Obama. Oh yeah, he's saying amazing grace. Saying amazing grace. Yeah. Now, have did any of you read? You have. I think it was in the Times. It was a poem or a song about Obama, uh, about contrasting Obama with uh, Trump, and it was called My My President Sang Grace or something like that. Oh, oh interesting. So good. Yeah, I'll have to look that up for next uh, week's episode, and I'll, maybe I'll have a little poetry reading. Um, um, also, uh, I was thinking we should play Six Degrees of Cindy Knight because she had worked with someone that we talked from about. The Warriors, the, the, the actress from the Warriors. Oh, that's right, the actress from the Warriors. Warriors. Did she? Oh, yeah. Has she worked Come with anyone that play. we mentioned tonight? I wonder. I don't know, Cindy Knight. If you have, let us know. Well, she. she I did say the words Jack Nicholson, and she had an affair with him for many years. <laughs> she was. Yes. Yes. She was his secret lover. Yeah, right after Angelica Houston. Right. <laughs> let's just start gossip. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, uh, COVID is spiking, so be safe, everyone. Wear your mask, wash your hands, oh, social you, distance. I got to read one more thing before we go away. Oh. This is just my brother just sent a thing about the... Uh, so our new restrictions by the governor. This is in Washington. He lives in Seattle. Indoor social gatherings with people from outside your home are prohibited unless people have quarantined for 14 days or quarantined seven days and received a negative test less than 48 hours ahead. Outdoor gatherings limited to five people. No indoor operations for bars or restaurants. Indoor retail limited to 25% capacity, including grocery stores. Religious services limited to 25% indoor capacity with some restrictions on live music, no choirs. Indoor service closed at fitness facilities and gym. Youth and adult amateur sporting activities limited outdoors only with facial covering. Bowlings, alleys, museums, zoos, aquariums, and movie theaters closed for indoor service. The problem is that there is, um, uh, He's like, my brother says, I laughed my ass off when a reporter when a, uh, when a reporter asked how he can impose these restrictions when college and professional sports are continuing. The governor really stumbled trying to avoid answering that one. With no enforcement or negative consequences, there will not be widespread compliance. But that's where we're going. Yeah. Well, and, uh, you know, you can keep yourself safe even if uh, it's not illegal not to be safe. So, you know. Wear a mask. Uh -huh. Wear a mask. Wear a yeah. mask. So uh, do it. Uh, anyway, until next week, that's all from Two Queens and I. What? 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 All right. Good night. Bye. Bye.